What up, what up? We are back. Fantasy news today. Oh, yeah, this is a weekday show going down normally at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Shout out to everyone who's tapped in. Right now, we're going to get to the news here very shortly. Dion up in the building. What up, bro? Matrix. Oh, all right. We good. We good. Said we've been waiting for this all day. Hell yeah, bro. Had a little technical difficulties with some of the co-hosts and their internet, but they'll be back. They'll be back. Shout out to everyone who's watching right now. JC Money Design. What up, bro? Oh, yeah. Everybody smash that like button. Go ahead and do that now. Let's get it out of the way. Got all the news that has came out so far, and I'm probably going to have a little bit more that's coming on. Got my phone. Uh, got my phone up here. And we are ready to go if any new news pops in. And oh yeah. Shout out to everyone who's on Facebook right now. Make sure you hop over to YouTube and go get subscribed so you get entered into the signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway. Just type in Fantasy Football Hustler on YouTube. The live stream will pop up. Just pop in here, hit subscribe, smash the like button. All right. Miles, what up, bro? Peacock in the building. What up? Bogey's in the matrix right now. He's going to take that red pill and be back in the second. There, Anthony, Math Quest. What up, bro? So, what up, Hustler? Already smashed that like button. Let's get it. All right. Let's see if he took the red pill and if it's working now. Good to go. Am I sounding all matrixy? Uh, it sounded a little bit. I think we'll be all right in a second. So, how about. We like to shout out the 420 crew. You already know that. So how about we shout out Josh Gordon, who passed his physical, signed the contract, and is now a member of the Chief squad. Bruh, I, I, I love this because I just want to see that guy do good, man. I mean, we're, we've all been chasing that 1,400-yard season back in Cleveland when he was with Shanahan and Pat Shermer. You know what I mean? Uh I mean, he has battles with drugs and, and addictions and, and uh, you know, mental health. So, I mean, I just – and I think Kansas City is obviously better for him than somewhere like Seattle where they have recreational marijuana. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And even though – I mean, I don't even know what the stipulations are on, like, the drug tests and how much weed you can have in your system and all that, but – I'm sure the amount that he smokes, you know, just like me and you, like if they gave us that test, we would fail, you know? So I'm sure he's yeah. on that level too. Bro, if you swab my sweat gland, bro, <laughs> I'm failing that shit. <laughs> Frank, what up, bro? You see him being an asset this year. I feel like, I mean, right at first, we got to think of like Antonio Brown. I mean, I know Antonio Brown wasn't out of football for as long as Josh Gordon was, but these guys are just physical freaks of nature. You know, they're just different. And maybe the first couple games he doesn't do anything, but I bet you there's going to be a handful of games where he's like a flex-worthy candidate, where he finishes inside the top 30 wide receivers for the week. Yeah, I mean, with the amount of with the, with the amount of double love and bracket love that they give to Tyreek Hill, you're definitely not going to want to, you know, I mean, he's not going to think twice to throw it to cover Josh Gordon, you know what I mean? And if there's one thing that you can't teach in this world, it's you can't teach the height. Nope. And you already know. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that you can't really account for. You know, I mean, if a dude's just big, I mean, what's Josh Gordon? 6'4, 6'5, like somewhere up there. Like, you I just, just tower over people. Yeah. 
give him that good 50 50 ball i mean and josh gordon is the type of name brand he's a name brand guy right that like he could be away from football and like all the big dogs want to get him like the chiefs for example you know what i mean because there's not that many, you know, six, five wide receivers out there that can run like he did. And I'm sure the physical, I'm sure they wanted to see him run. I mean, I bet that was one of the things that happened. But, yeah, we never know. Even just being six, five, he's going to be going up against cornerbacks that are five, nine, five, ten. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> the, the game did start converting to these faster corners, you know, five, eleven, you know, five, ten, you know, I mean, six foot flat guys. You know, we're far removed from the cover three with like, you know, six foot three uh, uh, corners that, that you put, they, they put you on an island. You know what I mean? Because of all these fast wide receivers, you got too many people out there running four twos, four threes. You know what I mean? You can't be a slow DB in this game anymore. That's, yeah. why, we, that's why we don't see too many white cornerbacks out there. It's true. <laughs> All right, here's another piece of news that came through a little earlier today. So Marlon Mack, he did not suit up, and it, and they said it's because the Colts are considering trading him. I mean, he got hurt last year. I don't know how much trade capital he has right now, but there's a lot of teams that are hurting for a running back. Who's like a couple teams that you think of right away? I, I will say the Jets because that's a team I thought was going to land him. Hey, dude, I think we're already doing it. She's falling asleep already. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, I say the Jets because it's more so about, for Marlon Mack, is just bringing someone in that can actually help this rookie QB. Because they got too many rookies there. You got Carter. You got Ty Johnson, who's not – he's not a rookie, but he's not – Second year. Yeah, he's, yeah, Ty Johnson's not a rookie, but he's not really experienced – you know what I mean? I think he's been in the league for, what, three years? Yeah, 2019? Yeah. And so Kevin I'm, Coleman is their only, like, guy who's, like, a little bit of a vet. And yeah. he hasn't looked good at all. And he – I mean, he has a sickness yeah. too. So he's just, like, a cramp away from being out for the year. You know what I mean? Damn, yeah. I guess that's one thing that we totally don't think about because, like, yeah, the players that have that sickle cell, like, it makes a difference when you go play in different places. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know – I'm terrible at ge ge geography, but is New York sea level? I'd imagine, right? Because then I think so. Yeah, because then you're fine at sea level when you play in any kind of elevation and you have the sickle cell trait. Like that's how they found out John Brown had it. Remember John Brown? He had a calf. He had a calf for like three years with Arizona. You know, and like what the hell's going on? And then, then he got tested, and they figured, they discovered he had the sickle cell trait. He goes on to Baltimore, balls out at sea level. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy that they got to like literally think about those kind of things. So here, so Mike D, what up, bro? He says Marlon Mack's gonna end up going to the 49ers. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't you don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> I mean, listen, he already he already fits the criteria for the 49ers because he's an injury prone running back. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get him. We got him, Terion Johnson. Man, bring them all. Oh man, yep. Just keep bringing them, keep bringing them. You know what I'm saying? And uh, That's and the Ravens. I mean, they're down. I mean, Tyson Williams. I, th I think the Tyson Williams train has already left the station. I mean, you got Latavius Murray out there. Like they need someone who can uh, who can be viable out there. Uh, and I don't know if Marlon Mack's that guy, but when you're down three running backs, your top three kind of just need some bodies. 
You know what, though? I will say this makes total sense why they were running him, running Marlon Mack for an entire series. Like, it would be like he's out there for an entire series. I don't have not one share of Jonathan Taylor this year on purpose. And, like, when I was watching Marlon Mack, like, have entire series to himself, I was laughing, man. But it makes sense now. They wanted to show the world. Look at him. His Achilles isn't destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all they needed. Just a little bit of game film on him. And now they could show it. He's cool. (laughs) Yeah. But he's also a product of that offensive line. Marlon Mack, he was never particularly good at anything. Except for, like, the fact that Andrew Luck would move them down the field. And he would punch it in and piss off all my Andrew Luck shares. Yeah. And can you and can you even remember who was the starter when he was a rookie? Because I know it was someone getting hurt, and then he even came in. It wasn't like him just winning the job or anything. So okay, this is a good yeah, this is a good this is right here. Huh. I do know um they had so when Andrew Luck got there, they had uh they traded for what's his name, man? Uh Buddy that used to play for the Giants, Bradshaw. Oh man, you don't know this one. You don't know this one. This is someone who is linked to you. Not well, maybe not you. Trent Richardson. They had Trent Richardson. For- it was after. It was after. Just think. Just think a little bit. Who was the random guy who was with Indy for like one year or two that I know that you would like? It's someone that you know I like and that I would bring him up to you on some kind of random question like this. Ah, oh. he's a running back. If I give you another hint, you're already going to get it. Okay, give me the hint. He's been around forever. Oh, yeah. Come on, Frank the Tank. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the portal one. No, I was like, who is there? That's right. He was there. And matter of fact, he didn't get hurt. for he, They had to ship him off or, or not re-sign him. And then they're like, we were giving him on the mat. Then they drafted a Naeem Himes. That was a 2018, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yep. 20, yeah, definitely 2018 or 2019. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, it was yeah. 2017 when Mac got drafted. Yeah, and then Naeem Himes came in. The- yeah, that's right, because Frank the Tank was there. Yeah, he was there for a cool minute. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. He's been everywhere for a cool minute. Right? And then I think I even heard in the offseason there was rumors of him going to the Jets, and he was like, this is where the train stops. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's too good to play for the Jets. Like, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, Frank Gore, first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, I don't know if there's any running back who had a better lifespan than him. And coming in all hurt and everything, like nobody thought that he would be like the Iron Man of the NFL running backs. Two ACLs in college. So, listen for everybody out there. You want to know how to do it? Just tear the ACLs early. <laughs> You know what I mean, hey, the, of time. the things that uh, they can do with modern medicine now. I mean, you, they say tearing the ACL is like nothing anymore. Well, you, I mean, you're going to miss time, but. Well, back then, well, what is Frank Gore? Like five years older than us, maybe three years older than us. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, back then, they were, he's not 40 yet, is he, right? Or is he 40? No, nah, I think he's like 38. Let's see. He is. 38, you got it. Oh, is that that gummy bear joint, son? Oh, yeah. 
That gummy bear joint slap, bro. <laughs> All right. He made it. All right. So for everybody who doesn't know, we got a nice panel that's always coming on. We got Bogart. We got Taco. We got TD from Fantasy Good Sports. And now we got a new addition. If you guys don't know who he is already. Here, take it and go. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. <laughs> man, my son. He know he knows right when I'm about to be doing something big. And then, oh man. And then now he just, and then now person who I was hyping up. Oh, here he goes. All right. So yeah, new addition to the panel. He's going to be here every Tuesday and every Thursday. You're going to hear him because he always said what he said and he's going to say it again. You already know my man, Hector. Oh yeah. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are in the matrix all day. I love it. What's happening, fellas? This was like the oh man, I'm first of all, thanks, thank both of you guys to having me on. Bogart's fucking gimme money, fucking sports me savage. Love the children. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You know, fantasy football hustler, you always very fly, always with the sun of shades and the caps. And on behalf of me, breaking down the tape and Zach, I want to say thank you. It was the worst position that my landlord had to come and want to fucking deal with my washer at this point but i'm here but i'm here and i'm ready to smoke a bowl and talk some football yeah you might need to refresh that thing one time you was kind of cutting in and out there so we'll let you get in on these uh, on these two topics that we that me and bogey just talked about here so the first thing we got to shout out the 420 crew josh gordon passed his physical signed his contract officially on the chiefs what's your take about josh gordon going to the chiefs I, I saw that coming up, and, and I, sp I hit, instantly hit up my co-host, Zach, and I'm like, yo, bro, do you really see this? One, how I mean, Josh Gordon has all the talent in the world to be a great player. Um, but how many chances are you going to give the man? I well, feel like this – now that weed's not hundred percent legal, it is a good time. Well, well not hundred percent illegal. I mean, I mean, there's 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 ups and downs to it because it is weed, but we also know that there's rules behind the league. Regardless of how we feel about weed being legal or whatever, there's rules behind the league. How many times is this man gonna get a chance? But they changed oh. the, the they did change the rules though. That's what I meant with the league. So now it's not like if you get caught smoking weed, you're hundred percent blackballed anymore. And then besides that fact, I'm like, he comes in and the first thing he does is ring chase and like, yep, let me go to the Chiefs. Get it. I mean, um, he, and real quick, hold on. Did he get the ring when he was with the Patriots? Wasn't it that year that he, yeah. like, he didn't get one because like week 14 of that year, he opted out of his contract due to mental health issues. So I don't know if they sent him a ring. I mean, because remember when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, they sent Alex Smith a ring. He wasn't even on. He was on. He was on. I think I think Josh Gordon did get a ring sent to him. I'm pretty sure he did. Because he actually contributed that year too. Yeah. What contributed in what? Giving people connections on how to get dope marijuana. Yeah, bro. I mean, shit, he had my line. You know I, mean? I was about to say, I was about to say, was he hitting you up, Bogarts? Alleg allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. I, it's, it's legal. I think as I think as much as everyone was hating on him when he, you know, went to Seattle, went to the Patriots and all that, I think he still outperformed the haters' expectations. Yeah. 
like I, I said, all in all, Josh Gordon has all the fucking talent in the world to to be a baller in the league. He just had the hiccups of one the marijuana shit, and now it's, you know it's being more. Um, it's like cigarettes now. Like people were just like, ah, it's just weed. Um, and he kind of got blackballed on that. And but then he also had other mental health issues and shit going on. And like I said, he's had like five, six chances to like right his ship. Only two or three of them had to do with marijuana. Yeah. You know? I mean, because he was, it wasn't just the marijuana. He was on lean. He was, uh, you know, he was on. He's a party animal. He is. He's a party yeah. animal. And like, it's it's not even just the partying. Like, that's how he dealt with shit. You know what I mean? Oh. 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 <clears throat> Thought we were two for two. So Bogey got on here with his daughter. And uh, yesterday, we serenaded her to sleep by talking so much. And, uh, Looks like it happened again today. Oh yeah, yeah. Put her down in the crib so I get that's two, a, two for two. That's the best thing ever. If you can know that jumping on to talk sports is gonna put your baby to bed, shit. <laughs> All day, every day, twenty four seven. Red zone that shit. Bruh, yeah. I'll, I'll be on the phone, you know, because most of my work is over the phone, and like I'll just walk around and she goes out. She'd be out, like you know. You know, it's funny too because um, my man Steamboat. Shout out to my co-host Steamboat Joe. You know, he, he would always call me like clockwork to sit on the way to work. And um, and I'd be like, Uncle Steve, I was about to put you to sleep. You know what I mean? Because we would just top it up. I just look over. She's out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, Hector, the second topic that we talked about is Marlon Mack. So the reason why he got left out of uh, this past game this past week was because the Colts are considering trading him. What do you think about that? What do you think of some likely landing spots? <sighs> I mean, Jonathan Taylor has came in and just stole the show of that backfield. He has showed that he is the future of that backfield. As long as he stays healthy, Jonathan Taylor, you you can put it get you can put it in the bank that he he's the future. They also have a lot of backfield um, leverage. They got Hines, Marlon Mack, like. They, they got a prefola of people back there that they can and, – and for me, Marlon Mack has been there the longest, I guess, and has the most mileage. So it just makes more sense to be like, okay, he's the easiest move, move to make. Get your – for him. And they just re-signed Hines, you know, and they didn't give him a little bit of money. Like he's making more than Jonathan Taylor is right now. And uh, am I not? If I, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it an ACL that put Mac out one point? It was an Achilles. Achilles. It was an Achilles. Yeah. So like, so like, yeah, Hines might have gotten some dinks and dunk injuries that put him out a little bit. But Mac has like a key injury: Achilles, ACL, MCL, shit like that. That's key injuries. So they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to bank on someone that's already hurt. Yeah. I mean, at the day, if they can, if they don't get anything out of him, released at the end of the year. So they're trying to get something, and I don't think they're asking for much. Probably like a fifth round, a sixth round, maybe. You know what I mean? What they pay him? They they paid him two mil. So I think that I mean they're trying to probably compensate what what two mil is worth in the NFL. Fifth rounder, sixth yeah. rounder. You know, maybe. It seems to me like the coach, for some reason, in in 
and maybe they go under under the radar about it, but for some reason they pan out and get a lot of backs in their draft capital. They get they cycle through backs a lot. I mean, yeah, bro. Like ever since like Edwin James, there hasn't really been a, a, a no- man. Edwin, oh my God, you threw a name out there, yo. He was a beast. He was a beast. Yeah, he was. And they have they literally haven't had anybody since him who's like been the guy. But Jonathan Taylor Jonathan Taylor Jonathan Taylor gives me the closest look to that. Jonathan Taylor he's a do-it-all. The one thing why I wasn't on him in fantasy is the fact that Marlon Mack and Naeem Himes existed. And I wasn't gonna pay a first round for a guy that's gonna share a backfield significantly. Like, but now a lot of this makes sense, like I said. They were putting Marlon Mack in entire series by himself. So that was just them trying to show the world that he actually came back from an Achilles because that in itself is a feat. You know what I mean? But then again, you can also you can also throw into the effect and and the and and in the in the whole realm of why Marlon Mack didn't pan out is that he was part of the whole rebuild of the Colts. He didn't have a solidified QB back there. He didn't have a solidified offensive line or defense or coordinators. Like he was in the whole like four or five year span of the of fuckery. He was the guy to just be there. I, I will agree with this to a to a uh, to a degree because when when they Marlon Mack was drafted twenty seventeen and one round that that was still the that was still the uh, the, the Pagano era. You know what I mean? That was still Chuck, good old Chuck Pagano. You know what I mean? After that, yeah, he was heading out the door. Yeah, he was. He give up. He give up. He was heading out the door. Wasted. They were wasting Andrew Luck away, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And here comes. So the next year, here comes uh, my man Frank Reich. So Frankie comes to town. He's fresh off the Super Bowl win, uh, being the OC for the Eagles, and now he got himself Andrew Luck. And they, you know, you know what they do? Quentin Nelson. That's the first thing they do. Pancakes on pancakes on pancakes. Who is hurt right now, too. He went out. Went out this past week. We're still waiting to hear more info on his ankle. Hey, hey even hurt. Even, even hurt. Quentin Nelson is putting in. That, that offensive line is still putting in work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, are, they had all first-rounders on that, on that offensive line. Even, even when they traded for Eric Fisher, when he gets healthy – He's a, he was a former number two pick overall. You know what I mean? Actually, it wasn't number one. I know the Chiefs drafted him either one or two overall. I forget. But that was that was the, the first Alex Smith year. You know what I mean? So they, they got some pedigree on that line. But then also, you could look at a line like Atlanta, all first-rounders as well, and it's ass. You know what I mean? So that doesn't always mean anything. But they do got some hogs up there in Indy. All right, let's switch it up. Let's get into the Steelers. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, so Juju, he's expected to come back to practice. So is Deontay Johnson. So is TJ Watt, and so is Alex Highsmith. 
I mean, the first thing that we heard about Deontay Johnson is that it's not looking good for this week. So I feel like this week's practice is super important for all the Steelers. Yeah, I th- this is a big game, too. Aaron Rodgers is coming to town, and he ain't playing. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. I actually was watching him uh, every Tuesday. He goes on the Pat McAfee show, you know what I mean? Not an official sponsor, right? But I do want to reference that show because it's a great show. But he brings on Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers speaks candidly all the time on there. And he, what's funny is, like, it's almost like he avoided uh, 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 the fact that he beat them in the Super Bowl because every time he goes to town, they hate him, bro. Big Ben, he hates him, bro. You know what I mean? They need all the Steelers. The Steelers were supposed to win that Super Bowl. Not in my book. Well, no, I mean, I wanted Green Bay to win, but Steelers had that defense that year. Yeah. They were supposed to win that Super Bowl. Like the the betting money was all on the Steelers that year. That was that year he had all them 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 sexual allegation charges, right? Or not charges, they had the allegations. Big, big, big rapey Ben? Big Ben I thought rapey. that was the year after the Super Bowl. Nah, this this was, you know, you know, before the Super Bowl, they'll dig up hella shit so they can talk yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Well, wait, for me, for me, T.J. Watt is a big comeback for that defense. Is he coming back? Big, He's big, coming back to practice. We don't know about playing if, yet. If he comes back and he plays the game, it's a huge factor because obviously we know what T.J. Watt brings to the game. Aaron, How the Steelers have been playing, their defense is known to do what they're doing. They're, they're, they're trying to keep them in the game. But at this point, the way I see it, Big Ben is donezo. Big Ben is donezo. And I just told Zach, I said, think about it. Just, just hear me out. Jameis Winston sat behind Drew Brees, and he was known for throwing 30 picks and 30 interceptions. He was a great quarterback that throw a lot of yards, a lot of, you know, but 30 picks, 30 as the turnovers. He sat behind Drew Brees, and now he is balling the fuck out. Hear me? I don't know he, if we can say balling. I don't know if we now, can say hear balling me. the fuck out. He's, ball, he's balling. He's throwing. Yeah, he yeah, might not be throwing up the yards. He might not be throwing up the yards, but he's throwing up the touchdowns, no turnovers. That's the key part. No turnovers. No turnovers. Now, hear me out. When it comes to Big Ben in Pittsburgh, when it comes to Big you got Dwayne Haskins sitting behind Big Ben. Okay. Do you see the same effect where Big Ben goes and retires? Dwayne Haskins steps in, and Dwayne Haskins, who who had a, you know, you can kind of say a fucked up situation in Washington, where he couldn't develop. He also had his own immature situations where he wanted to ran out. He sits behind Big Ben for a year, and next season he comes in and he is more mature. Able to read the field and balls he, out. He was in that. He was a healthy scratch last week. He's not even the backup right now. And Dwayne Haskins, if he's still there next year, he'll be the backup to Aaron Rodgers because that's where Aaron Rodgers is going next year when they finally can Big Ben Rapersberger. Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? We, we talked about it last year with like Tom Brady. It was like the only thing that Tom Brady could do to like cement himself as the best QB ever is go to the Jets and win a Super Bowl. If Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets and won a Super Bowl, there's no question that he's like number one. If anyone, 
Best anyone, QB in history. Fantasy football <laughs> hustler. If you went to the Jets and played quarterback and won the suit, that's it. Solidified gangster. Joe Namath is still the man because he's the only one that did it for the Jets. All right. So you're going to hear it here. You're going to hear it here. Let's play this Aaron Rodgers game real quick. Because if he goes to the Jets, there's some correlations here. Matt, Mike LaFleur is there. That's Matt LaFleur's breath. And you know, Mike LaFleur, he's ripping off Shanahan and Matt LaFleur's system. That's what he's trying to do over there. I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's there's familiarity. He can technically walk on, but he's not finished that. He's gonna go to the Steelers where they got the defense, they got all the weapons, right? He just got Devontae Adams basically right now. And, and, and Aaron Jones. But like that's basically you know, he goes there, you got Deontay Johnson. You know, Juju will probably stay. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and then he got Deadpool. That's how a weapon. Fair move. You know what I mean? So staying on the pit- the whole Pittsburgh topic, though. This is there. Staying on the whole Pittsburgh topic, though, with or without Ben, because obviously Ben's not going to stay there. He's not. He's going to retire. I don't see him going. If he does even do one more season after this, like how many one more? Is he going to be the new Brett Favre? One more. Just one Unless- more. Unless he gets on the Tom Brady avocado diet, you know, from now until he's not exactly. Playing, he looks like but God. when you look at the rest of Pittsburgh's team, the defense is there. They got hella fucking weapons on offense now. Najiri Harris, Claypool, who for me, Claypool has solidified himself and jump started him as the number one receiver in Pittsburgh. No, that's Deontay Johnson, bro. Nah, Deontay Johnson gets too fucking. He gets hurt too much, and he and, and he's in and out. He's wussy washy. He goes out and gets three TDs for hundred yards, and then you don't see him for another five weeks. Listen, I love Claypool as a talent, but he's his time is a couple years away from being the number one on that team. Maybe even one more. Year. I put Juju over Deontay at this point because Deontay, like I said, he wussy washy. You get. You'll get a good game out of him. He'll drop fucking 25 fantasy points for you. 25, which which isn't even fucking huge. 25, 25, and then he'll fucking, and then you won't see him till fucking week seven. Well, he'll drop a fucking 18 bomb. And it's like 18 bomb, 18 bomb. Get the fuck out my face. While Juju and Claypool is getting all the yaks, all the yards, all the, get the hell out. Deontay, get the fuck out of Pittsburgh. Deontay is like super legit, right? You're you're, you're out of Pittsburgh. Claypool's gonna fucking school his ass. Claypool's gonna own that team as the number one receiver. That's what I said. He got he's mad at Deontay. You got him in fantasy. Claypool? Yeah, you got him in fantasy because you watched. I I couldn't not. Nah, I have him in, and it's crazy. I have him. In, I have him in none of my leagues because I have Zach. In two of my leagues, and in both of the fucking leagues, he scoops him up like a fucking idiot because Zach's a fucking Notre Dame cocksuck, and he <laughs> loves Claypool. <laughs> and uh, before we switch off the Steelers, I just got to say, if TJ Watt doesn't play in this game, they're going to lose. That's the only person who can who keep them in this game. Who they got again, you said? Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is gonna go like he. I feel like he gave that game up, that first game up, as a like, yeah, this is like a fuck you because I'm, I'm gonna show you how like you lose without me playing at my full potential, and then he's gonna go on a fucking torch, on a fucking torch. Yeah, he fucking did it to my Niners. Like, goddamn, 
I, I love the guy, but I hate him too. Honestly, Bogarts, I felt bad because your Niners lost, but I felt good that Hooves Niners lost. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Shout out to Hoover, man. <laughs> shout out right. to Hoover. No joke, no joke. It wasn't like a hatred thing, but shout out to Hoover. I like, I, 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 I only said it because he beat me in his fantasy tribunal last week. Uh, all right. So the last piece of news that we got Tuesdays, I think, is going to be the slow, uh, the slow shorter show of the week. There, there's just not that much news coming out right now. Everyone's chilling, you know, um, taking it, taking it easy at uh, at practice. But for the Bucks, so Gronk. His x-rays came back negative, and they said he's likely to play on Sunday. Going up against the Pats, you better make that game. Yeah. And then also, Gio Bernard suffered a slight MCL sprain. It was when um, it was when they were at the goal line, the goal line collision. And so they said he's considered day-to-day. So practice is going to be big for guys like him. And I think Gio's the main guy there. Like, fuck the run game. Like, dude got 10 targets, 9 yeah. receptions. Like, that's the kind of running back that they want to get involved. I'm saying no. And at the end, at the end of the day, like we know, when they go into New England, Brock's gonna play. You know what I mean? And I really do think Fournette is is gonna be a factor here, though, because you could run, you could run on the on the uh, uh, on the Patriots right now. You know what I mean? I really do think. You know what I'm saying? You got all these weapons, super tight coverage. They know Brady. And I think they're just gonna go in there, pound, pound the hell out of that defense, and then they're gonna and they're gonna send hella pass rush at at young Mac Jones. You know what I mean? That's what's going down, bro. So did you guys see the did you guys see the like little Tom Brady like clip mm-hmm. where he was talking about how you know he's gonna have his like his first back time back in New England? If there was any man on this earth more petty, it is Tom fucking Brady. He is going to go into Boston strutting his shit like, yeah, I own you motherfuckers because I owned you for 20 years. And he is going to fucking shit. The biggest shit on his ex-team. That's what's gonna happen. You think uh, that uh, you think that the Patriots are gonna know how to defend Gronk in the red zone? Yeah. See, I, Gronk for me, Gronk for me, I feel like he'll have a good game. He'll probably get a touchdown. Like, see, Gronk now is not what Gronk used to be. He's not getting thirteen catches, one hundred and twenty yards, two TDs. He's getting more. He's getting like. He's getting five catches like 60 yards for a touchdown. Like he's getting key yards and key – like he's not doing the old Gronk where he's going for yaks and, and he's really Tom trucking Brady people trust. over. Tom Brady so like I see Gronk – I say if you're putting money on it, you can guarantee Gronk for a TD. You can guarantee Brady for at least three passing TDs. I don't know, man. I think, I think this is going to be like – Okay, you if you think Brady's gonna go in there and boat race them, that means that they aren't they have that means they have so many weapons that they can't shut down what they think is their best weapon. Because that's what New England does. New England's gonna diagnose who they think they're gonna diagnose who they think they can remove out of the game entirely. They and who is it? Who's easy who's easier to guard out of 
uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, because Antonio Brown's going to be back. So this is the, the reason I'm asking is because I want to lay out a path to how we can get to three TVs. So that means everybody, everybody's getting one. What's up, son? <laughs> He said, he said, I don't want to hear that jibber jabber, daddy. You know that Hustler and Hector said what they said, and Tom Brady going to take a poop on that team. You need to go change that diaper because that's what's happening. Tom Brady is going to poop on that team. Mac Jones is not ready for a quarterback that has led that team, that specific team, for 20 years. Mac, he's going to go in there and look at Mac Jones and be like, bro, I guarantee you, you were too scared to even look at the locker that is Tom Brady. I know you don't use my locker. He I would hope not. Now, I don't know. If I was the QB, the new QB, I'm purposely using that locker. There got to be some hidden tunnels, some juju shit that he written secretly in that locker that'll yeah. give me the code to win. Oh, yeah. I would want it. You already There's know. There's a secret compartment that's the Bible of the NFL in there. And he, <laughs> I would purposely sit at it and take his locker. It's like uh, on American Pie when they found the, uh, the, actual, the Bible – that they had in there, like the same version, but for yeah. football, right? <laughs> there we go. You know what's crazy is uh, they're going to do the whole rollout for Tom Brady, though, and Gronk. Well, mainly Tom Brady, but they're going to do the whole rollout. Titan with a whole montage of, of Brady and all the Super Bowl wins. They're, they're, they're going to do that, and then they're going to try to kill him. I, I hate the fact that, you know, like like how kind of – and no no shame to how you said it, Bogarts, but Bogart like he, he said it right, though. Like, oh, it's, it's mainly Tom Brady, not Gronk. And it, it's a shame of that. You know why? Because, because Tom Brady, yeah, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. But Gronk has is technically one of the greatest tight ends of all time and the greatest tight end of New England. So, it, But it just so happened that he is that. Because of Tom Brady, and and Tom Brady's gonna overshine him, but like people like shun him and don't give him the credit because of it. Yeah, I mean him getting hurt. He was always getting hurt. I mean you're just taking yeah. really big hits. He wasn't on the avocado diet, you know, with uh, with Tom Brady back then. Now we know he is because you could just tell he just looks a lot lot more. That's lean bullshit. Than I'm Puerto Rican. I eat mad avocados. I'm still hurt. <laughs> it's, not, it's something that Giselle puts in it. I don't even know, but yeah, that guy's gonna. Yeah, he he definitely doesn't look like he, how old he is, and says he, he wants to play. Drinking, he definitely drinking from the fountain of youth. Something, yeah. Well, we're pretty much out of here. We'll see if Bogey gets back on here in a second. There we go. Yeah, it's, it's his now time too. You feel me? That's why he's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, daddy's got to do what daddy's got to do. You know what I mean? Hey, he's only two years old. Look, he's hella big, right? He's like half a Hell big. yeah. I was about to say, my, why are you carrying that eight-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm getting old, too. I'm all herniated, carrying two kids and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, so here we go. One one question from uh, from Jaws before we get out of here. said, yeah. will the Ohio State guys uh, step, to, uh, step in this year at some point? Paris? Curtis Samuel, Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, they are gonna. They really need Michael Thomas over there for New Orleans, right? So I'd say Michael Thomas is gonna come back. He's gonna be fully rested. 
fully healed. I'm really excited about him. And I do think uh Curtis Samuel with the way they with the way they showing the double cover love and in the, the double brackets to, to Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel's gonna have some big games. Fantasy viable though. I don't think he's nothing more than the WR4 until I really see the, how the target market shares. You know what I mean? And then uh, Paris Campbell, man, that's just like, come on, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, he's just always hurt. So, but in that system with Frank Reich, you know what I mean? I've seen guys like Nelson Aguilar be relevant. You know what I mean? Just a guy who just mainly played in the slot. You know what I mean? So, and Paris Campbell is like, he's a, he's a mismatch. He's a big dude. You know what I mean? So, I was always big on him, but he just get hurt. You know what I mean? Hey, to feed off of what Bogarts was saying, I'll go in reverse. Paris, I was like, Paris who? Like, who? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not touching that dude with a nine-inch pole. I'm sorry. Ten-inch pole. However long inches of a pole that I can uh, afford, I'm not touching him with it. Because, like. Pole's a shank, bro. Yeah, no. I'm not. Like, who? Like, fuck that dude. Curtis Samuel. Um. I'm hoping that he ends up panning out. That's what I'm like. I, I, I'm very optimistic on him and I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but we just don't know what's panning out on that whole team right now. Uh, offensively. Taylor Heineke. Like, do we think Taylor Heineke, it could deal. Taylor Heineke to me seems like the type of guy who he's not like, you're the you're Odell Beckham. I gotta give you the ball. No, no, he's over here. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to give it to whoever's open. So it might not be Curtis Samuel. Eventually, I'm hoping that Curtis Samuel pans out. So I'm I'm giving a lot of upside to Curtis Samuel. I hope he comes back and there's a connection there, and and it'll be great. Now, when it comes to Michael Thomas, I. There will be some type of connection with Michael Thomas and Jamin Winston, but I feel like if they're going to go with Jamin Winston as the future of New Orleans quarterback for, say, they give him a contract after the season for four years. So they lock him up for four years. Michael Thomas is not going to be there. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is not going to be there. They're going to move Michael Thomas because it doesn't fit the fucking system of Jamin Winston. Bogart stealing my thunder. I was about to say Aaron Rodgers might go to town next year. Who knows? Anybody's a possibility there. They got Jameis real cheap, and it was just on that that one-year deal. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm just saying, the Jets got a lot of money. Y'all welcome to come. Uh, I got connections to uh, Joe Douglas, personally. That's a lot. So, and I'm telling them, yo, at this point, sell the fucking house. Like, <laughs> whatever he wants. <laughs> Bruh, I'm trying, to I'm trying to say, though, He's going. He's either going to Pittsburgh or now. I even like the New Orleans. We're we're gonna speak one of these into existence. I think you are. You already know teams like that don't want to fall off that far. Fuck. They no. don't want to go from top contending Super Bowl teams potentially to like not even playoff teams. You, you feel me? And like, like if for Jameis Winston, it really has to work for them. Like, you, you know, they're already not going to win the division. I feel like I feel like Jamin Winston's going to do great there. I honestly yeah, feel like that that time sitting behind like, Breeze like, has really put it into effect of, in, in his mind that he can – he doesn't have to go for the long ball. Let's not forget that he needs to play well in order for him to even get considered to bring back next year. Because let's let's not forget, bro, he had to battle Taysom Hill. Has he not played well, though? 
Has he not played well? Has he not dropped five TDs in a game and another, like, three TDs and, I think, a pick? He's not turning the ball. Hold on, hold on. He's doing Jameis Winston things. He's he's throwing. Did you see that Marquise Callaway touchdown last week? He was getting hit. He was falling. It almost like he tried to throw it out of bounds, and his tight and his player made a play. His player made a play, knowing that, that it wasn't going to go out of bounds. That is the most Jameis Winston thing. He's doing yeah, but if okay, you say that's the most Jameis Winston, but if that was Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you'd be like, oh my god, he made the greatest fucking play ever. Exactly, but it's, it's James Winston, so it's, it's no, James. you can't. No, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> James, James is the goat. Is that, is that what you're saying? Ja- I, yo, James to James is an automatic. If you don't, if you don't have James Winston as a as a uh, at least a backup QB on your fantasy league, you done fucked up. Because he racks fantasy points. Man, they, they, no matter they how are, shitty you think he is, he racks. Fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I think about Jameis Winston this year. One Week one, he did great. He didn't even throw for 200 yards, though. Week two, he did real shitty. I don't even know if he was a QB 20. Might have been lower than that. And then last week, he was middle of the road. Pretty decent, though. I mean, when when they can't stop. Football you said that just so smooth and so. I want to go over there and just like headbutt you. Like, nah, nah, that's not good enough. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, I got Winston in a grip of league, so I hope that he pans out. Uh, I got him in got a him grip of Superflex leagues. I got him in one of my leagues out of my three. I got him as a backup, and I drafted him. And then you know what I did? I dropped him because I caught an injury. I dropped him, picked someone up, it panned out, and I got my my situation situated, and then I re-picked him back up because he was just sitting there. And I'm like, you know what? He just dropped five TDs. And, yes, like you said, he didn't really throw 200 yards, but that was the that was the game plan, not let him have to go deep. Now they're now they're extending the playbook where now you're seeing game two. He's extending his playbook. He's not doing short passes. He's hitting the intermediate. Now he's hitting some long balls. Now just picture it. If he can just keep doing this without turning the ball over, without if he's throwing up 48 fantasy points, doing 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, imagine when he doesn't do 30 interceptions. Well, he's not putting up the yards, though, so he still hasn't thrown for 200 yards in any of these games. And you just said it's baked into the game plan. You think that they're just going to – I mean, their defense is legit. We saw it. Yes, I mean, they destroyed the Patriots. They do not want Jameis to make mistakes. So- exactly. I'm thinking they'll keep him around to the to the point where he'll get maximum 300 yards a game. That's maximum. Like, if he's balling out, he's hitting 300 yards a game, and you're going to be like, damn, that's a ball out. But it fits – what New Orleans is doing, and it makes Jameis Winston so much more valuable. Listen, that he's going to be in, a, in in several shootouts this year because if you look at the schedule, he still has Brady twice. He still, I mean, you know, and he still he has another another matchup with Carolina again. But just in division, he's going to be in, he's going to be in more shootouts because that secondary is giving up yardage. That yardage is going to turn into to touchdowns. They just gave up 300 yards to Mac Jones. This defense is great up front. 
and they're bad in the secondary. I know Mike Malcolm Jenkins made that. Yeah, the defense, the defense scares me now for, for New Orleans. The defense is starting to scare me. They're a funnel defense. They're a funnel. Yeah. They were they were the defense was one of their stable points going going in, but now it's to the point where that like you said, the back end of the de- like the front line is still nice, but like the defense scares me. This is why I point that out, is because they're gonna be giving up points. He's gonna be there's gonna be a ton of games where he's he's playing from behind. But listen, going into the year when they named him the starter, I I came out on record and I said he's gonna be like a forty five hundred yard to maybe even 1,400 yard passer in this in this offense because I I expected that defense to be bad even when they had a healthy Marshawn Lattimore I thought that secondary was going to be bad. No, nah, chill, stop it. The Whoever sec- Le- the secondary, LeBron's brain. All right, he said. Wow, he said what QB you know is thrown over uh, thrown under 200 yards and five TDs. Has Tom done that? And I already say Tom's not the goat. It's uh, it's Montana for me. But yeah, he said y'all tripping and said. Uh, uh, isn't no number one fantasy D team right now. <laughs> it's number one fantasy D team. Who, 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 uh, is it? Is it? <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah that, no. Wow. Yeah, that, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. His, 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 uh, that, who you, what, what, what was his name again? LeBron. LeBron, Bra- LeBron oh, Bra- that shit threw me off. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, that shit threw me off. <laughs> and he said, "Jameis is the most productive passer with attempts." I mean, listen. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Jam- Jam- <laughs> let me see. Let, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up his attempts for the first uh, for the first <laughs> couple weeks here. So week uh, one. Uh, okay, so his first one, thirty attempts. His first thirty attempts. I'm gonna tell you right now was at least like six picks. Well, first, well, no, no, no. Well, we're talking about this year. So in week one, 20 attempts. In week two, 22 attempts. Two and then two. in week three, 21 attempts. So that for two, between, they're yeah. not making him go. They're not making him go over 20 passes and they're not making him pass more. They'll give him probably in the game, three attempts over 20 yards, two attempts around 20 yards, and everything else is dinking dunks and you're running the ball. Yep. We'll see what happens. Too much Jameis Winston talk for me, though. You guys got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah. Uh, my new handle is Osama Boladen, the family extremist. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at myself in the thing. I'm like, Dad, I got mad A-Rab right now. <laughs> Hector, breaking down the tape, sponsored by American Gin, Avi- American Aviation Gin. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh, and if you oh. don't already know, I'm the Fantasy Football Hustler. Just make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We got that signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway going down. Yeah, we're about 100 subscribers away. So get ready for it. Yeah. And uh, I, I forgot to mention one more thing. Not only is the earth my turf, uh, I got a. Uh, I'm doing a, a weekly wrap up show with my man Blitz with Blake. So we'll be broadcasting that later on on my channel as well. Um, not sure when it's going on. But it's kind of preemptive, but it. I think it'll be like six thirty West Coast time. You know what I mean? On what day? Today. Today. 
Yeah, if you want to rock with us too, us, I'll shoot you the link. Let me know. Yeah, I might have some time. Yeah, we just gonna go game by game, have a few beers. You know what I'm saying? And Hector too, man. If you you welcome, brother. Hey, actually, I got fucking uh, connections for both of you. I got class for both of you coming up, so I'm actually gonna DM you what I got planned because I might need one of you. ASAP, actually. Okay, yeah, let me know. Let, Sounds good. Let us know. You know what I mean? Yep. Yo, I got mad plans for you guys. Trust me. We got, yo, me and Zach are in Mad Works and breaking down the tape. And and trust me, Football Fantasy Hustler, Bulgar Scott Freeze, GMMM Network, you know, these are solid guys, and I got shit going on for them. And we got, I'm yo, making moves. Making moves, guys. Making moves. To the moon. To the moon. We're out of here. See you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Peace out, everybody. Peace. So what I said. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.